What's up, y'all? You're listening to the Plain Sight Podcast. You may be watching the Plain Sight With Podcast. Your eyes. Um, if you're listening to this, go check us out on YouTube or the socials. Uh, we're new and improved, maybe. Um, better video, better experience, and more content for y'all to consume. Um, but I'm here with my good old buddies, my good old pals, Cam Jordan. Cam, what up? What to do? And Zachary Kuya. Zach, how are you? I like that that was a little one. What to do? <laughs> oh, what's up? Oh, what I do, baby? We're in episode three. But not. We didn't plan episode that three. very well, did we? Wow, we did Episode three is episode eight, and episode four is episode three. Oh, man. But we're in our third installment. That's better. Of the Plain Sight Podcast Star Wars season to kick off January of 2021. What better way to do it than Star Wars? In this episode, we're talking about. A highly, highly controversial movie. That is correct. Zach, what are we talking about? We're talking about episode eight, The Last Jedi, which I think is the best main series Star Wars movie. I talked last time about how I think Rogue One is just the best Star Wars movie, but if you take out the like Star Wars stories extra ones, I yeah. think eight is the best episode. Gotcha. It's such a good movie. Wow. And I agree, because I had it as my favorite. Yeah. Why? Tell me. Why is it Why is it the the best? Yeah. Episode 8 recaptures the magic of Star Wars that was lost after um, Return of the Jedi. Because we did the original three, and it was, like, magical, and kids were trying to move stuff with their brains and everything. And then we did the prequels, and it turns out that actually you have to have um, special organisms that live in your blood for you to have the Force, and that sucks. Because uh, now I can't just be a Jedi by really wanting to be a Jedi. But episode eight did everything in its power to like reverse that course. Because the whole bit after episode seven was like, who is Ray's parents? Who are they? It must be important to the world. And episode eight, he's like, your parents don't matter. Like they're just, they were poor people that dropped off their daughter on a sand planet. Also, unbelievably incredible monologue. That's great. So good. And it's way better than she's related to Palpatine. But now we're that's just going to become a Star Wars podcast if I get mm-hmm. into it too far. I know, we can't do it. But so you get that where it's like your parents were nobody and that's why you're special. Like that's a great moment. And then the very, the very last beautiful moment of this film that I love so much, just that little boy on a mysterious planet somewhere who just reaches over and the broom <laughs> right into his hand. And that is the magic of Star Wars. And that's why I love this movie. Because wow. that's what makes Star Wars good. Okay. That's right. I was going to ask you to throw it back with Zachary. You but just you, just did. Does, you just did it. I, did, I didn't tell you any the of dome. the plot. I told you all about my own heart and soul. Though. Okay, so what's the plot? Throw so, it back with Zachary real quick. So this, the, we'll, we'll do a quick version of it. So it follows basically two stories at the same time. You got Rey training with Luke Skywalker. And Rey and Kylo in conflict throughout this movie. It's the one of the best fight scenes in all of Star Wars is Rey and Kylo fighting all the Red Guard in Snoke's throne room. So good. So, so cool. Good. People doing stuff with lightsabers that like we joked about. Like, what if you just turned on the lightsaber and stabbed somebody? And he does that? So good. Multiple times. Yeah. It's but, kind of his so whole thing. Cool. It's great. So you got that as your one plot. And then in the other, it's not really a B plot. But in your other part of the movie, you have Poe and Finn and Rose Tico. 
And they're over on the other spaceship with Leia and Vice Admiral Holdo. And it's basically a submarine movie where they're just trying to escape because they only have enough power to either keep the shields up or go into hyperspeed. And they, they can't do otherwise, so they can't escape until they figure out some way out. So they got to go down to Canto Bite and, you know, free some space horses. And the, and I'm not really sure what happens in there because it's a little odd. But I still like it. <laughs> Can I just say that, like, that was such a cool plot line to have absolutely no It didn't effect. do anything. Because it literally it didn't work. Well, and they it failed, and then they went with the other thing that Holden was thinking about. So right. it did not matter. The Holdo maneuver is one of the best things in all of Star Wars, though. When she yeah. just light speeds through the entire Imperial fleet, because and people it's just have always silent. been asking, "Why can't you do that?" <laughs> it's like, just it's so silent, cool. and you just see all the ships just and cut in half. So, so good. Cool. So cool. It's dope. Dope. Dope nasty. Sick dope nasty. It's dope nasty. What? I think the worst Star Wars villain ever is in this movie. Snoke? Snoke sucks. I agree, and here's the thing. Snoke did exactly what he should have done in this movie, which was die so that Kylo Ren could be more important. Why didn't they do that off rip, though? Because J.J. Abrams is not as good a director as Ryan Johnson. (laughs) Okay. I just don't... There's nothing appealing about Snoke. Snoke could have been interesting if he be if it turned out later he was Darth Plagueis the Wise. But he wasn't. But he wasn't. Instead, he just died. But what happened instead was that we spent three movies wasting the best performance in any Star Wars movie, which is Adam Driver as Kylo Ren. And like I think they tried to make it interesting as like Snoke is just a puppet for Palpatine. Right. On the Palpatine thing did not work for me. I didn't like it. I didn't think it was great either. Yeah. I don't. We, Palpatine was also okay. Listen, we're gonna have to get into this. If Palpatine is Rey's grandfather, yeah. Rey is approximately the same age as Kylo Ren. Yeah. And that means that Rey's parents would be approximately the same age as Han and Leia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So, so Palpatine so had her, a kid that whole time where we just never knew. So her, but that means that her grandfather was Anakin. Or uh, uh, Kylo's grandfather is Anakin, is yeah. Darth Vader. Which means that in the end of episode three, when Padme Amidala gives birth to Luke and Leia, Palpatine is also having a, Palpatine child. Is also having a child at the same time, and he's already old and gross. He is, but he wasn't gross until that. I mean, he was kind of gross, but not. He was already old in McDermott. He was already in his 60s. Yeah, you're right. He wasn't old. He wasn't gross. But he, he was gross until old. Mace Windu was just tearing him up. Messed him right up. But he was old. Let me let me take I just, this. The timeline doesn't work. And they could have just said great-grandfather instead, but they didn't. They said grandfather. Well, I, re- I refer to my great-grandparents as my grandparents. But they could have said that if they wanted that. You're right. It's a script. They can say whatever they want. Y'all have brought me to a thing I want to do. Perfect. Which is read some of our fan fan comments. Okay, can't wait. Let's I, open up the mailbag. <laughs> I reached out to some Star Wars fans. Yeah. Okay. Um, that I know and that we know, um, and I asked them. Um, we've talked about this before. No one hates Star Wars as much more as than Star Wars fans. So I said, as a diehard Star Wars fan, what do you hate most about Star Wars? Yeah. And so here are some of the resu- That's responses. That's That's a really I'll, good bit. I'll give you mine. Okay. And read some of these and let y'all think about yours. Even though I feel I don't have to let you think that hard, you probably already yeah, know. I got ideas yeah. already. Um, the first one comes from our friend, uh, Chris Sadler. 
He Ugh. says, he what up, hates Chris? the Jar Jar Binks slander. Which, I'm sorry. Hang on. No, 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 Jar Jar Binks is one of my least favorite things about You're this, saying this that he series. hates how much other people hate yes. Jar Jar? Chris. <laughs> Sadler. Chris, you had a nickname in high school for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> Sadler, you're one of my oldest friends on this earth. And also, that is a bad take. Listen, I don't... L- people were... Like insanely, Ahmed Best played Jar Jar in that movie, and he never worked again because people were so mean to him, and because the industry wouldn't have the guy who played Jar Jar in a movie. So that I get, like that is ridiculous. But also, Jar Jar is like a racist caricature of Jamaica. Yeah, he is. So <laughs> it's still a problem. I think it's probably the biggest black spot on. That whole movie sucks because there's a whole other race that is clearly Chinese coded. Yeah. <laughs> and I yeah. there's still things that pod racing is dope. Like that's fine. It sucks yeah. because there's like, just you a lot of racism Qui-Gon in there. And you got pod racing I and Darth Maul. Darth, Darth Maul is the best so thing. They ruined it with everything else. Yep. With all their dumb dumbness. Um okay, next. So, this one comes from my old roommate Cody Taylor. Um, who is one of the biggest Star Wars fans I've ever met. Yeah. Cool. Um, he said he did not like where they took Rey uh, in the 7th, 8th, and ninth films, which is all of the ones she's in. Um, yeah, that's but, all of her films. So he doesn't really like her character kind of always having to be dependent or subject to more powerful men around her, such as Luke, Kylo Ren, Ben Solo, Palpatine, um, and how they kind of like minimalized, like they brought in a woman and then made her always have to be subject to like a stronger man. Yeah, so far everything you're saying um, ties into the thing that I'm going to say at the end. Yeah, But the, what I really like that he said, which I thought was really funny, um, is in episode nine when General Hux is kind of revealed as the spy, he's like, yo, a homie destroyed the entire Hosnian system he really uh, did. with Starkiller and killed billions of people. Some great A-spy work. He there. nailed that whole spy thing. Yeah, um, did a great job. Uh, somebody said that, oh, uh, Madison Perry said that Han Solo had to die. She said it was totally unnecessary and a zero out of ten move. Nope, that she's wrong. Han Solo had to die because Harrison Ford did not want to be in that movie. And if you kept putting him in movies, he was only going to be worse and worse and worse <laughs> yeah, in every movie. Did boy. you see Kingdom of the Crystal Skull? That's what you would have gotten in Star Wars Episode Eight with Harrison Ford. I don't fight that. Um, she also said if Yoda had just killed Palpatine, galaxy saved, done, over. Which is true. Also means no more movies. So yeah. I get the decision. Yeah, Yoda can't do that in the prequels to the original yeah, trilogy. You can't decide, oh, Yoda wins this fight, he's dead. None of the other movies matter. Um, and then Padme's obsession with Anakin and the fact that he couldn't just grow a pair and Padme was the queen of Naboo, a galactic senator, and was simping for uh, for Anakin. For someone that she met when he was about eight years old. Very creepy. <laughs> um, another one, I'll, I'll go with these last few. Um, Ewoks didn't have enough scenes. That comes from Taylor Purdue. And Interesting. I am kind of with it. I like the Ewoks. It's fun. They tried to eat them. Yeah, the Ewoks yeah, tried to eat cool. Han Solo, and that's great. Kind of cool. And then they worship C-3PO as a god. That was a good bit. I don't know if I like the Ewoks in general, but there's some fun stuff that happens. Now, this If one, you get too much Ewok, then you get a Jar Jar scenario where it's just yep. way too much of something that sucks. Well, and Ewoks have the thing where it's like, we put this character in so that we can make teddy bear toys. And sell them. Yeah. And it totally worked for them. Yeah. Going back to the Jar Jar thing, him being a part of the Senate with Padme was the worst thing it's ever. So fu- it's so funny it. that, like, in I those scenes, it. it's like we're trying to do serious senatorial stuff. And he's like, this I got to vote in the Senate. And it's like, <laughs> why do we need this? 
And he's so, the one who like announces that they're giving yeah. power to yeah. to Palpatine. He's like, the Senate has voted unanimously to hand hand power over to a, a chance of a Palpatine. It's like, <laughs> no, why? Make that noise with your mouth. <laughs> It's not as hard as you might think. I will say these last two. I thought I, you were going to say, it's not my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I have not read these last two answers. They are from my sister, and Perfect. she did text me after we started recording. What I'm you sure got, it's Kenzie? pretty safe then. She said, I enjoyed Rise of Skywalker as a viewing experience, uh, but was filled with rage at the return of Palpy and Rey as his descendant. Yeah. Okay? Correct. Uh, I don't think that everything seems to lead back to the original characters. Now, you almost have uh, to have certain DNA to be a Jedi. Um I love the idea that anyone could be a Jedi, anyone could be special, anyone could be a hero. That's why I initially liked about Rey and the story. They seem to be telling with her, but then the um, the oh retning kind of ruined that. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and the John's yeah, answer was Luke's acting in the first movie. <laughs> 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 and that Harrison Ford outshined everyone. Harrison Ford has almost always outshined everyone. Now, yeah. so here's the thing: all of those answers kind of are a part of the thing that is my biggest problem with Star Wars. And it's that they refuse to plan ahead. And we have had this conversation so many times. I got it in the original trilogy, right? In the original trilogy, they thought, we, we're going to make a cheap space movie and people are going to have fun with it. And then people went crazy for it. So they said, we'll make two more. So Darth Vader was not going to be Luke's father in the first movie. They were not going to be siblings in the first movie. So and then they had to come up with the reveal. Right. The, I can't just f- do that same thing when for some reason we decided that Anakin and Padme needed to meet when they were like 18 and eight and then immediately be in love in the next movie. She's so much older. She's like obviously older or in the last one when you keep giving movies to different writers and directors. So we have to watch them go, your parents are nobody. Oh, but just kidding. Like your grandpa is Palpatine. It's like, just everybody sit down storyboard six hours worth of content and then make the movies. But don't don't just like make movies and hope they fit together. Because they ruined what I thought was the coolest character arc, which was Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren is the best and most interesting character in all of Star Wars. Yeah, without a doubt. What can so Kylo Ren versus Darth Vader. Who's better? Kylo Ren is a more interesting character because he has more like going on. I agree. I think if the question is Anakin versus Ben, Anakin. Yeah, obviously. Anakin is more interesting. But, but when you're talking as, about like as like the villain, I yeah. think Kylo Ren was so cool. Yeah, and Kylo Ren was dope because he had like this potential. The like the whole eighth movie is very cool because you don't know which side either one of them is going to end up on yep. by the end of the movie. It like it there's strong implications that he might become good or she might go evil, and I thought we were gonna get an episode nine where they just flipped. And all yeah. of a sudden, Ben Solo is our hero in the last movie, and Darth Somebody is Ray now. Darth Ray, that's not a good name. Somebody else would have come up with something better. Well, I even saw a thing the other day about like if instead of healing her, he just went on as the new protagonist at right. the end, take out that part, and then we get a whole new trilogy that is him right. as the protagonist, right? Like so saving the Jedi Order. So whoever's directing the next trilogy, look, look deep into my eyes listen deep into my voice i'm not directing i can't, yeah, no, I can't. <laughs> you're right you're right it's it's been possibly ryan johnson it's possibly taika watiti it might be somebody new who knows just plan all the movies at the same time kirk cameron it's <laughs> 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 kirk 
Kurt it's Cameron so Star Wars episode gone. <laughs> Kurt Left behind but Star Wars. <laughs> oh, just plan ahead. That's all I ask of you. And also, you could just take pretend like that scene never happened. Because if there's anything Star Wars has taught us, they know how to you pretend, pretend like, things like didn't the happen. whole movie before it didn't happen. What if they? Never mind. I'm not going into the woods. Into the weeds. Um, but it's gonna get scary. The worst part about Star Wars, the thing I hate the most, definitely Padme and Anakin too. Yeah, and I hate all of it. I hate all of it. Pad, the what? What? I you hate it as much as it. he hates sand. I hate it as much <laughs> as he hates. He's so un unbearable. It's coarse and, she and is rough. A princess. And it's like everywhere. Awesome. Not like and, you. And. The worst part is when he's like, he's angsty teenager the whole time, and he ends up killing a whole bunch of like a whole tribe. Yeah, and he tells her, and he's like, "I killed them all, the women and children too," and her reaction is, "Oh shucks, oh, come in here, sweetie." <laughs> oh, you so poor sorry thing. That happened to you, you poor thing. I love you so much. Hey, anyone out there who's like romantically interested in someone, if they tell you, here's if the they advice, tell you they the committed murder of the Playside Podcast. Yeah. If they say they murdered a bunch of children and women, move on. <laughs> Maybe they're not the one. Also, why isn't that the turning point for Anakin? Right. Why did that happen? And there's still this like, oh, he might be a good but guy. But he, we could save him. Yeah. No. Padme has some real like, I can fix him energy. She has <laughs> some huge. She, she is missionary. This is why missionary dating, dating is bad. <laughs> missionary dating the mess out of Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> she oh just sees God. something in him that nobody else does. Yep. Except he's the pros- uh, prophesied savior. Yep, exactly. Yeah, so literally everyone, everybody saw else it tried just it. Was wrong. It's like a whole thing that they wrote about and and spoke about for decades. So Zach, yeah. there's there's a lot in eight, but what I would like to do, you know, we talked a little about it before this. Mm-hmm. What if we take the the meat of this podcast, right? The serious time. We need to have a, a name for the serious time. Um, it can't be the not silly zone. The serious zone. <laughs> the zone. The why so serious zone? No, that's only for a Dark Knight episode. It's just the it's the it's the it's real just the, talk it's area. It's just the it's just the uh, bear with us zone. It's the it, we need to co- we need to step away from zone because zone makes it feel fun. Official name quadrant. Bear with us, playground. we're about to get to the silly zone zone. <laughs> the bear the with serious, us quadrant. We're headed towards playground. the silly zone. This is the hallway to recess. Where <laughs> 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 you have to walk in a line and you have to. But we're almost there. Yeah. <laughs> and we are your line leaders. Come with us. Oh, man. On this journey. You remember the power trip of being the Y'all line leader? Y'all can fight for the caboose. Yeah. I was never the power. I was never the line leader. And you all know why. That's right. I was a good kid. I was Not. I was the Han Solo causing trouble in the back. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I, I don't remember too much. I probably wasn't good. But I want to talk more about what happened outside of the movie. Absolutely. Um. This is the most controversial movie in Star Wars. I For think. sure. Um, Nine is pretty universally disliked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie, people either think it is like the cream of the crop, Star Wars movies, or they absolutely hate it. Yep. Let's talk a bit about it. Tell me why. There, why it's interesting because Ryan Johnson made a movie that is not really like any of the other main series Star Wars movies. Yeah. Like episode eight, has a totally different feel from every other Star Wars movie. It doesn't have the like 
big fun set pieces of the original it doesn't have the acrobatics of the prequels it doesn't even have the like nostalgia of episode seven up to that point Mm -hmm. but it's a well-crafted movie it just was doing things that people didn't expect it to do because all of the chatter before the movie was who is Ray related to who is Ray's parents and people were talking about maybe she was Obi-Wan's kid mm-hmm. because of their accents and or or maybe she was related to you know X Y and Z maybe maybe Finn was related to Mace Windu somehow because there's only like four black people in Star yeah. Wars <laughs> mm-hmm. but what this movie did instead was go no she's she's new she's not anybody she's just a new person doing her own thing. And I think people had a hard time accepting that it wasn't the thing that either A, they were expecting, or B, that they were used to. Yeah, yeah. They had preconceived notions about, I'm going to go into this, and this is the movie that I'm going to get out of it. And then they were wrong about that, and it made people irritated. Which makes sense. You know, you expect things to go a certain way, and it it's a problem for you when they don't. So yeah. when your expectations overcome just actually seeing what is going to happen in the future it makes it really difficult to just experience what is happening and it's the same thing with i wanted to watch more classic star wars that's what episode seven was it was like what if we just do the original trilogy we but it's shinier a new hope because that's all right. it, that's, that's all it's it was. the same movie so yeah. we just make th- we just make a new hope but it's shiny now so we'll do that and I think people were expecting that also in episode eight. Well, we'll just get Empire, and but it's shinier, and some of the acting is better. But it's a new story with new ideas and new stuff going on. And people were asking for the easy, classic thing. The yeah. thing that they grew up with, the, the easy version of Star Wars. And if we're talking about this podcast... I think it's the same thing that happens in churches and just in mm. religion in general when people are confronted with a new idea. Yeah. You know, things I, I was talking with somebody recently and they said there's there's a history of about every five hundred years in the church, the main diatribe kind of shifts. Yeah. And we're kind of on in that moment right now. This yeah. is about that five hundred years since yes, the since the Reformation, that kind of thing. So things are kind of changing, and we've, we're experiencing that with the way that the church responds to Black Lives Matter and the way that the church is you know, either choosing to act or not act politically, those yeah. sort of things, mm-hmm. and the members of the church choosing to act or not act politically. Yeah. And people are throwing a fit about it. you know. But in the end, I think if we treated it like this movie and we could take a step back and go, huh, that's not at all what I thought I was going to get, but it is still a good movie. Yeah. Cause I didn't expect to see all of that in episode eight. I thought we were going to get, I thought I was of the camp that Ray was going to be Obi-Wan's like granddaughter. I thought that's what was going to happen. So it was like, Oh, okay, cool. We're going to get more Obi-Wan stuff. And maybe you and McGregor like has some kind of force ghost cameo. And that's exciting. None of that happened. And I wasn't close. But it's still a very good movie. But instead of experiencing the movie what it was, instead of experiencing the new for what it is and the value that there is in the new, people decided because it's not what I'm used to, I don't like it and I won't engage with it. Well, it doesn't even have to be new. It's just different. Different, yeah. We're we're scared of 
people who think differently than us. And it's why a lot of churches that claim to be multicultural, multigenerational, and diverse never will be. Mm-hmm. Because that means so much more than just how you look. It's it's how you how you act, how you think. And I don't think we should be scared of people who are on the other side of the aisle. Right. On you know, in political conversations or in um, you know, conversations about how the church needs to address this or that. Like we don't need that hostility that I think exists so much. And we don't need to be scared of, of difference. And there are exceptions of things that like you value. Sure, there are things that like when I'm, you know, meeting somebody and I'm trying to like be friends, that yes, I have like deal breakers. Things that if they do this, this is not a person I want to be friends with. That's a different conversation. But if we're talking about like literally just being the church and getting along and operating as an organization, as a body, yeah, difference is essential. It you cannot operate without it. Right. It's what it takes. And I think Zach, you alluded to this a little bit. Alluded. Wow, what a way to say that. <laughs> uh, what it takes is, and what I have to do pretty often, is if something makes me uncomfortable. My kind of my thing lately has been, why does this make me uncomfortable? Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. But like, actually, why does this make me uncomfortable? Um, and maybe it's perceived bias that I didn't know about. And mm-hmm. if that is the case, then how do I start to strip that away? Right. How do I make that change? Um, like you were saying, maybe it's uh, this movie did absolutely nothing I wanted it to do. Because mm-hmm. uh, in Star Wars, we love to think of all the awesome things and the ways we can tie different things together and make these right. cool outcomes. She's Obi-Wan's granddaughter. And he's Darth Plagueis yeah. the Wise. Like, mm-hmm. we're it's trying to theorize all before we actually get there. All we ever want is to go back and make this what it was before, but sometimes we don't like it because it's not what we wanted. Right. Uh, and it's not even always a comfort thing because there's uncomfort in not knowing what we want. Right. But there is some comfort in the familiar yeah and the unfamiliar is terrifying good or bad right so this is as simple as hey i i didn't want this movie to go this direction right but a lot of times it can be a little more complex to be kind of with these bigger leadership conversation you know plain sight we're all about three guys who talk in a way that reflects their faith so we talk pop culture in a way that um that where we can take our faith and our relationship with Christ and how can we pull that from everything? We really think we can. Um, sometimes we do it well, sometimes we do it poorly. It but, checks out. Uh, the idea is when something makes me uncomfortable in church world or in just my day-to-day life, I have to ask myself why. Yeah. And if the answer is valid, the answer is valid. And if it's not, then I have to become more uncomfortable and start to change. Which I guess is part of this. Yeah. Which is the going way too deep onto this and trying to pull something because we're a podcast that does that. Um, but I think that's the big theme that we can get just from talking about this movie. Right. Because that's that's the whole thing with the movie. People, I was under the assumption that everybody hated the movie. Because right. everybody I knew hated the movie. Well, and, and the people that hated it were the loudest. Yeah, and then when I realized... There's something there, usu- too. Usually are, yeah. There's something there, too. <laughs> there is something there, too. And, well, it felt like, well, sheesh, come on now, um... Once a couple people kind of made the decision to say they liked the movie, mm-hmm. I started meeting more and more people that came out and said they liked the uh-huh. movie. Uh-huh. It's that confirmation bias, baby. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think, I don't know, I, I, 
from a strictly like movie perspective, like we we think about like how movies are made. These current ones we've talked Rogue One, talking about this one, are going to be like more entertaining from an action standpoint. Right. And the the movies are made differently now. So like if we're talking about the actual movie, mad entertaining. Yeah. And that's that's my my hiccup with nine is that one, it's not great in canon. Two, it's just not that entertaining as a standalone movie. A, right. if you ignore what people expected, it is a unbelievably interesting plot. Mm-hmm. It's funny. It has lots of turns. The action, there is a lot of action, and it's all yeah. really incredible. It has its own strong message about like what they did on Canto Bite right. and all these things. So like, as a standalone movie, it is very well made. Now, well, if you put and, it in canon, maybe people fight about it. And you talk about, like, this using reactions to this movie as an analog for reactions to life. One of the things that, you know, people talked about after Seven was if Rey and Finn were going to be, like, the new Star Wars couple. You know, if that was going to be, like, the thing that happened. And then they introduced Rose, Rose Tico, as, like, a new love interest for Finn. And people sent Kelly Marie Tran death threats because they didn't like the movie and they didn't like her character. Like, she left the internet, basically, because people decided that because this movie is bad, there is nothing redeemable in it, so I'm going to hate this actual person. Mm-hmm. Star Wars fans suck. <laughs> right. <laughs> Y'all suck. <laughs> yeah, we suck. I suck. But, like, I ain't never once sent a person a death threat. Right, but that's the thing. Like, you talk about people within the church having disagreements about you know we're l- approaching things in new ways lately and if people have disagreements about it and then they go actually i hate this person and i cannot interact with them anymore yep. and like kelly marie tran is lovely in this movie like she's great there's nothing wrong with her and i think the character is super interesting it's one of the few people that's just like straight up idealistic and thinks things might go well yeah and that almost never happens in star wars because yeah. everybody's sad all the time it was a sad boy movie. It's yeah. always sad boy hours. Right. It's always sad boy hours. When we've decided to make Anakin the hero of the overall arc, we knew it was going to be sad boy hours forever. Hold up. Bill Hader is BB-8? Yeah. What? He's the voice of BB-8. <laughs> what? We could have played Did He Play It with Bill Hader in this movie. He or did voice consulting on Andy here. Circus. Yep. <laughs> and I had a moment where I thought, is he going to Or Ashley that? Tisdale, like the last episode we did. Wasn't that his? Wasn't that his name? <laughs> <laughs> Alan Tudyk. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm just <laughs> kidding. I said Ashley Tisdale. Of I know. Course th- I, I know kidding. that that wasn't the thing, but wow, you lost me hard. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who does Ashley Tisdale play? In Star Wars? I was like, Ashley Tisdale is not in Star Wars. <laughs> It'd be better if she was. Hmm. I just can't maybe. <laughs> well, if she was good in it, who would she be? James Corden is in this? Yeah, he's got one of them random, like, I he actually is an alien and you don't see him at any point kind of thing. Oh, nice. nice. Oh. So, I think it's time. That was our jumping off point. Uh, welcome to the silly zone. 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 I, I have a question to kick us off. Please. Go. I'm going through the cast right now. That I'm really like just Woj. continuing the conversation we just had. It doesn't look like Woj. Um Multiple people play Chewbacca? Yep. Uh, Peter Mayhew consulted on it. 
Do you, um, know, do you know the other one's I name? I don't know his name. He's huh, the more no, recent No, try to figure one. this out. Let's I, see. I'm not going to guess his name. Well, you might. I, I no, won't. No, he won't. <laughs> that name. I've seen it, and I know that it's not like a name that I'm going to guess. Junos Swatomo. Yeah. Or Swatomo. He's like a really, he's just a really big man. But Peter Mayhew played Chewbacca all the way from the original right. trilogy. But he's gotten old. He actually just uh, died this year. R.I.P. Um, but he was just too old to physically, like, put on the suit and do stuff but he consulted on the movie um as he was like a chewbacca consultant on the movie <laughs> that's what i want to do with my career be, be a chewbacca consultant <laughs> just imagine you just how much consulting do you need listen <laughs> only one person in the world before that had played maybe the most fame one of the most famous characters in all of movies yeah you don't even have to know star wars to know chewbacca. to know who chewbacca yes, is but again what what did he said you you went it you was go, it like, was be tall put on this costume two things he should go, be able to do as a professional actor that is tall yeah that's true so i'm just curious what that process is. i don't know Guys, do we have anything for the silly zone? <laughs> was that not for the silly zone? It felt I like it was, was for the silly zone. Are there other people you want to talk about while uh, you've got the cast list in front of you? Is this well, the movie where she flies? Or is that yes, it? this is the movie where she flies. Let's talk about it. Leia flies in this movie. Yeah, That's a cool people scene. People hated it. What's your opinion? People, there, people were wrong. Yeah, people we talked about like, this oh, last time. means that you can't do that. It's like, why? The Force is nothing. The <laughs> Force is just space magic, and it can do whatever you want it to because it's a movie. Because mm-hmm. you're a space wizard. Because you're a space wizard. Can I give a hot take? Please. Yes. And I, I've never said this before, but I'm about to. Oh, no. Okay. This is so bad that we didn't no. watch this. No, 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 no. I can't wait. I think this movie is my favorite Luke Skywalker. Agreed. Actually, I would agree as well. Agreed. Okay. Because this movie is it basically the larger question with him is asking, what do you do if your hero doesn't want to be your hero? Yeah. And that's such an interesting question. It's super cool. When he just wings that lightsaber off a cliff and then just gets some green milk out of a space cow, <laughs> just drinks straight out of a cow, like that's great. Yeah. Because I love this like Slip Luke Skywalker does not care anymore. Yeah. <laughs> And let's also not pretend like the ending of this movie isn't one of the coolest scenes. Right. Well, he made green eggs and ham with that cow milk. <laughs> we have to assume as much. Yeah. Even though eggs and ham do not contain milk. Well, I mean, if you make scrambled eggs, a lot of people put milk in their I do put milk eggs. in my scrambled nice eggs. Fluffy, it's mm-hmm. great. So I would imagine maybe that makes the eggs green. Ham, different question. But do you Comes from the milk? green cow. <gasps> it just makes green but ham. But ham is pork. It, well, it's different in space. It comes from the <laughs> green. Is it safe to assume that if there are green cows, there are green pigs as well? I think we have to. If porgs exist, green pigs can exist. That's the little bird guys that are on Octo. Mm, nice. That Chewie, that Chewie wants to eat so bad. Uses to um, fly the You know what I like is that when you if you try to do a Chewbacca voice, like I'm not saying you specifically, just in general. What happens is you actually get closer to the sound of the speeder bikes that are also in Star Wars that go <laughs> like you get that instead almost every time. I've always been able to do that. I know, I love it. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Well, this has become untenable. Chewbecky. <laughs> 
we gotta get out of this. <laughs> okay, okay, let's go. Alex, do the let's thing. Go, let's go do the thing right now. <laughs> greatest podcast game show name in the God, I'm sorry. Podcast game show names on the greatest. Forgive us. We do not know what podcast we do. Podcast <laughs> game show on the history of podcast game shows. Zachary Kuyat is your host in this installment of Laffery with Zachary. But also in every installment of Laffery. Pretty much every time. That's true. Uh, before we do anything, uh, I hired a band to actually help me out with this what one. Uh, this that Well, his name is uh, Max Rebo. Um, There's a DJ. Because I'm looking at the cast that, Is that uh, Benicio Del Toro? Is mm-hmm. he DJ? He's barely in this, this movie. This is ridiculous. Okay, yeah. go. Uh, but this is uh, Max Rebo. This is the name of the band from Star Wars. Ma- this is Max Rebo and the Jizz Whalers. That's what they're called. Um, and so I brought them in to just... I was going to see if we could maybe divine something from the music. Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to... If you guys just want to get going... <laughs> now, now, hold on. We I don't know if... That's probably still copyrighted. I don't know if you can play the whole song on this podcast because uh, that could become a problem for us. Can we just like... Uh, Max, buddy, will you just uh, do a little interview with me? Oh, that's how Max Rebo talks. Cool. Nice. I'm glad we decided that ahead I of like time. That as well. Uh, Max, uh, do you have anything like useful that you can uh, tell us in this moment? Oh, Max Rebo scats. He's scat Rebo. I'm a scat man. And scat has a C and an A in it. And Cam's name starts with a C and an A, so that means that because Max Rebo scats, Cam goes first Scats on this episode. Okay. If I was gonna no, be, it's not. If I was gonna be a girl, my name was gonna be Cameron with a K. So I love for that. whatever that means. I don't know if it means anything, but it does mean you're going first this week. This week, nice. in honor of regardless. doing episode eight, which is in the middle of the sequel trilogy, we're playing what goes in the middle. The way this game works, two points are gonna be available for each question. Okay. I'm going to give you two things. You have to tell me what you can get one point for one telling me what the category is and two telling me what belongs in the middle of <laughs> those two random, things. Yeah. This is the most random thing you've come up this with. This is up there I amongst the biggest believe. nonsense. So, for example, if I said A New Hope and Return of the Jedi, you could get two points for saying those are Star Wars original trilogy movies and in the middle is Empire Strikes Back. You could also just get only one point if you can't remember something. So if I said that and you went, hmm, those are Star Wars movies, but that's all I know, you would get one point for that. Or if you said, well, Empire Strikes Back goes in the middle, but somehow I don't know what the category (laughs) is. (laughs) I've divined from the universe that Empire Strikes Back goes in the middle. I use the force. But I don't know why. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Okay, Cam, you're going first. Cam, Green Goblin, Sandman. Well, it's the original Spider-Man. Oh, wait. Is it specific? Don't ruin this. Do I need to say, like, specifically, like, Spider-Man villains, or can I say, like, the Spider-Man, like, the original Spider-Man movies? Well, those aren't the movies, are they? Those are the villains. Yeah, you dumb dumb. <laughs> Don't. It's not just associated with. Okay. Um, yeah, it's going to get Spider- more and more specific as we go on. Spider-Man villains, Dr. Octopus. That is correct Doc for Ock, two baby. points. Doc Ock was in Spider-Man 2, and those are the villains from the uh, Sam Raimi Spider-Man trilogy. You did game. leave out Venom. I did. I made that choice. I know you did. I have the power to do that. <laughs> Venom. Alex, yes. we're going over to you. An unexpected journey, the battle of five armies. What goes in the middle? Um, 
<laughs> what I like about this game is that I've given you so little information that you'll either get two points or no he points. Made me go first, so he got this one. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> um, I don't know anything about it. So I'm gonna guess this is Game of Thrones. Do you want to take a stab at what goes in the middle? <laughs> I can't say that on the podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, something about a snowman. Uh, unfortunately, the correct answer was that in the middle is the desolation of Smaug. Those are the subtitles of the Hobbit trilogy no! movies. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm gonna be honest. I almost didn't put it in there because I thought both of you would probably know it too quickly. But I gave you—I tried to give you a warm-up round. I've with never watched Lord of the Rings. Remember, we're supposed to have. That's a, like, right. We need to do that. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. That's that's my bad. It's your fault. But also, like, I was still gonna put that question in there either way. Cam, we're going back to you. Round two. We're not doing a hopper pod. I'll tell you that much. I would do a hopper pod so fast. <laughs> I mean, I'll do it too. I, I know the about the same as I do most of the movies. We do. Feels right. Cam. Yeah. yeah. Night of the, day of the. Night of the, day of the. What goes in the middle? Is it just times of day and it's afternoon of the? (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, that's incorrect. The correct answer is that Dawn of the goes in the middle because these are the the, uh, titles of Night of the Living Dead movies. It's Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead. We talked about Night of the Living Dead earlier, didn't Uh we? I've been trying to drop you hints in the last couple episodes. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Alex, we're going back to you. Yes. Alex, Fearless Red. What goes in the middle? Oh. Yeah, thank you. Bruce Willis. Do you want to... Is that the category or is that what goes in the middle? <laughs> Both. <laughs> Bruce it's Willis the self-titled Bruce Willis album, yeah, Bruce Willis. That's correct. Also performed by Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. Because these are Taylor Swift albums and in the middle Why belongs Speak Now. stuff you knew I didn't know about? This is not how the game works. I didn't know who was going first. Max Rebo decided. <laughs> True. Cam, we're going back to you. Mm-hmm. 1955... 1885. There were a whole lot of things in the middle of that. Yeah, but which one am I thinking of? Give me, give me the dates again. 1955, 1885. I'll remind you that so far we're into the third round, and Can Cam. I give my guess after Cam points. gives his. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. If you do really good, I might even give you a point for it. For some reason, I am thinking wars, and I don't. There, that's not it, because. It wasn't. I'll stick with that. I know it's not, but I'll go. I'll go wars. Do you want to just shoot for what goes in the middle? 1905, mm. which is when Missouri State University was first established. Anyway, Alex, what do you want to talk about? My guess was school. just years, and I was going to say 1905. <laughs> Really good. Really good. The correct answer is that 2015 goes in the middle because those are the years they travel to in the Back to the Future movies. Oh. Uh-huh. oh See, now we're, now we're understanding how the, the intricacies of the game work. That one is tough. Yeah, that's a tough one. Uh, they're only going to get harder from there. Alex. Yeah. I'll remind you again that only two points have been scored, and it was Cam on the first turn. Yeah, I'm struggling. Alex. Yep. The Val. Magic Mike. What goes in the middle? 
it's Channing Tatum movies. That is correct for one point. And in the middle goes 21 Jump Street. That is correct for two yeah. points. Let's go! Those are all three movies that Channing Tatum released in the year 2012. That was one all year of, of Channing Tatum. Uh huh. Wow. He went on like a five-year stretch where he put out three movies a year at least. Wow. It was crazy. That's a tie game going into the final wow, round. Wow, what a clutch situation. That was I a clutch had. move by Alex. Cam, Jeez. we're going back to you. This is the last round. Cam. Mm. Lana Winters. Bet and Dot Tatler. What the heck? I don't know. The first one is Lana Winters. The second is Bet and Dot Tatler. Seasons and Autumn. That was what I was going to say. <laughs> Excellent work. The correct answer was... Uh, in the middle is Cordelia Fox, and the category is characters Sarah Paulson played on American Horror Story. Uh, <laughs> so I wish I didn't get we're, we're very points. scary. We don't we don't do that. <laughs> I have seen every season, but apparently I don't remember her name in every season. Clearly, I thought I thought you might get that one. Uh, no, I Alex. I don't remember the name. Yes, this is the chance to break the tie, the win the game. I'm so glad you got the Channing Tatum one, <laughs> Alex. Yes. From Dusk Till Dawn, Sin City. Those are both names of movies. I'll give you that. From Dusk Till Dawn and Sin City. Let me go Bruce Willis again. Is that for both of them? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Taylor Swift. Taylor um, Swift. Bruce Willis is in Sin City. That's not to help. I just think it's funny that you said Bruce Willis and he was in one of those. I was guessing. <laughs> You did it. You nailed Honestly, it. Honestly, guessing Bruce Willis um, is pretty good. From Dusk Till Dawn and Sin City. Can I say Sex in the City is my middle one? Of course you can. What's the category? Movies. <laughs> if it's movies, I'm punching both Wouldn't of it be amazing if it was movies? No, the correct answer is the category is Robert Rodriguez movies. And in the middle... Spy Kids. <laughs> yes! <laughs> so it's a movie about vampires where Sama Hayek dances with a snake, and then a movie where Bruce Willis, if I'm remembering correctly, like blows up a man's genitals. I, that does happen. And right in the middle, Spy Kids. Now here's I the thing. I do love Spy Kids with the people with hands for faces. Uh, that was, there were thumb people, yes. They had thumbs yeah. and their whole body Can was hands. Thumb Wars podcast? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw Spy Kids 3 in theaters in 3D. Spy Kids 3D, I should say. That's true. I've that was 3D. So many times. Now, uh, the game is still technically a foot because that was our final round. Um, or a thumb. It, no, it's a foot. That was our final round, and we ended at a 2-2 tie based on Spider-Man villains and 2012 Channing Tatum movies. <laughs> so now I need you to tell me. You both get a chance to answer this one. But let's get it. If Cam is one end and Alex is the other, what goes in the middle and what's the category? You get to define them for me. I'm just going to decide which one I like more. While you guys think, I'm going to interview Max Rebo again, see what he has to say. <laughs> okay. Hey, Max, what do you think goes halfway in between Cam and Alex? Hey, that didn't help me. I don't I don't know what any of that means. I don't we don't speak the same language, clearly, Max. Okay, Max, I'm sorry, I'm gonna take the mic because uh, Alex has an idea and I don't want to scat anymore. So Alex What, what goes, goes in the middle? The Indiana Pacers. <laughs> <laughs> and what's the category? 
the regions in which the teams we are fans of are. <laughs> okay. I like that move, Cam. Can I redefine the year we're in? Does it have to be current Alex and current Cam, or could it be the, a different Alex year and Cam from get three years ago? I'm a different year can be part of the category. I mean, I did Channing Tatum movies from 2012 in the okay. game, so. So we're going Alex and Cam from three years ago and their love of denim. And in the middle is literally everyone else because all I wore was denim and Alex absolutely hated jean jackets. Now all I wear is denim. So what you're saying is that I you guess are in the, the... In the middle is my... Let me rephrase that. In the middle is my divine influence that led him... Get out of here. Now a love Get for denim. Get out of here. That's what I'm going with. I, what I'm going to give you credit for is that you uh, tracked with the sliding scale idea of the game. So I'm going to give the tiebreaker to you, Cameron Jordan. Stupid. And I'm going to say that, Cam, you've won what goes in the middle, the worst game I've ever made. <laughs> I, is there anything that you normally say after after games on these podcasts, at least in our last two? I don't lose. Mm-hmm. Never lost. No, Never lost. I can't look. I miss LeVar Ball. Is that weird to say? No, because he's back. Well, it's true. He's got more kids. Mm-hmm. He sure does have more kids. Well, he's got the same amount of kids. but Never lost. Never lost. He's got more of them in the NBA now. All right. Zach, we've been doing a segment these last couple of Star Wars shows where you have us do an impression of someone doing a specific thing, and you you get to say who wins in Laverty Zachary Part 2. That is... <laughs> this is Laverty with Zachary Tokyo Trip. Yes. <laughs> to Laverty to Zachary. To Laverty to Zachary. You know, we, we've already. Laverty with Zachary Die Harder. <laughs> <laughs> it's Laverty with Zachary Chipwrecked. <laughs> you know, we, uh, we, we came up with this bit in the episode where we talked about the original trilogy. Yup. And. Also appearing in this movie, which I'm just now remembering, so it worked out quite poetically, is is maybe the most significant character in the entire Star Wars universe, and that's Yoda. Mm. And it would be a crime if we played this game and we didn't do any Yoda talk. Yes. So what I need from both of you is Yoda explaining the first two steps of his favorite uh, chocolate cake recipe. For reference, I do not know how to do a Yoda impression. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you ready? I don't know how to make a chocolate cake. <laughs> yeah. All right, Alex. I love it. Chocolate you must have. Then eggs you must add. I can't give you any more steps. That's fantastic. Cam, what is what does it sound like when Yoda teaches you how to make chocolate cake? <laughs> I was gonna go with the other order. Mm. Oh, there we go. Mm. I'm finding it. You While you guys Grogu's do this, I'm finding like it. <laughs> Eggs you must have. Eggs you must whisk. 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 Great, great, <laughs> great, great. <laughs> you nailed the whole whisking idea. Um, I think both of you are incorrect because I think it's um, actually it's more like this. Mm. Go to the grocery store, you must. <laughs> <laughs> Buy chocolate cake mix. I live in a swamp. <laughs> Bake I cannot. <laughs> Stand on your hands. <laughs> lift this spaceship. <laughs> I can't do a Yoda. That's not one of mine. Spaceship you must lift. That's pretty good. Yours is better than Actually, mine. Actually, I've never tried it before. I feel Yours really is for sure better than mine. I'm impressed. Cool. This is the Plainsight Podcast. If you liked what you heard, 
If you didn't like what you heard. If you heard what you liked. Share this with somebody. If we really sucked, show them how bad it was. If we were really good, show them how good it was and how much Send us $4. Send us $4, okay? I will, if you Gmail us, plainsidepod at gmail.com. If you email us $4. Email us $4, (laughs) please. Made out to... How do you do that? <laughs> uh, That's what I thought you were about to say. Wait, if you Gmail us four dollars, also us $4. using Gmail as a verb is so yes. wild. Because we're because we're forty eight years old. If you could just pull out that Apple phone you have, will you, you just who mail us? Will you just AOL instant message us four ninety nine? I tried to do a Gmail the other day, and if you if you liked what you saw today. Uh, plainsightpod at gmail.com uh, we'd love to hear from you and plainsight underscore pod on the socials we love you we thank you peace out Girl Scout your hands are must wash <laughs> <laughs> I can't do a Yoda I think you did great
Bolt entered or Bolt entered the room through this one. Before the night raids started. And I'm about to sneak into the room. [laughs] [laughs] So this starts basically right into the, uh, into the dungeon. [noise] I am very excited for dungeon crawl into this one. It is the one thing that I have planned solid to day as soon as I know I want to do this one thing and only one thing only. Yeah, it's gonna be a 